0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia,
1: it's time for Midtown Business Radio.
0: Good afternoon, everyone. It's C.W. Hall, your host here on Midtown Business Radio. We've been having a (laughs) great time here leading up to uh, the launch of the show. You're hearing on the mic with me, producer extraordinaire Krista Baruti.
2: Hey, C.W.
0: Published music (laughs) composer, voice actress.
2: I do things. I do things. And she pushes my buttons. I do push your buttons very well, as a matter of fact, because we are live right now, so I did something right.
0: That's right. It was was your Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. I I got to spend it with the fam, the wife. Hi, Julie. She's probably listening over there at Turner. Hey, Julie.
2: She's one of those, (laughs) you know,
0: entertainment space kind of people.
2: She does creative things. She does. Well, we've got some awesome guests in the studio today. Why don't you introduce us to uh, who we're going to be talking to today?
0: Well, we've got a ghostwriter in the sky.
3: She's not nearly (laughs) as scary as you think she should be. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What a warm welcome. See, I told you,
0: we're just going to continue on with the the way it went (laughs) pre-show. Candy Cross of You Talk, I Write, ghostwriter.
2: Welcome, Candy. Thank you so much. Glad to have you. And I'm looking forward to learning
0: more about uh, the process of ghostwriting and how it can help Looks like a variety of businesses. As I went through the website a little bit, I was kind of impressed by the the variety of different businesses and verticals that were using your services. So, looking forward to learning more about what you do.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: And foodies. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Who's people, not? people that I'm uh, <laughs>
0: pleased to have in the studio to uh, be able to get some information about what they're doing. I've seen the store, but I have to say I haven't been in. I'm going to definitely go in and check it out over on Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Right. I've got uh, Sean Germain and his wife, Amber Chaney, f- f- the owners of Sean's Harvest Market and then an actress, of course.
4: Yes, of course. Ms. Chaney. <laughs> so we'll our, be learning uh,
0: about uh, Sean's Harvest not Market and the acting space and what you're doing uh, in that arena. So... Uh, I'm looking forward to getting down into that.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting mix. Let's start with Sean's Harvest Market, though. So congratulations. Second opening, right? Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah we're really Tell- excited. Yeah. Where, so your uh, first location is Amsterdam yeah, five, Ave- What's yeah, that called, Amsterdam
3: Avenue? F- Amsterdam like? Walk, and Walk. it's 500 Amsterdam Ave. It's on Piedmont Park and the Belt Line. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's a great little spot. It's a tiny little out. We don't know what to call it. Uh, outdoor sandwich bar and, and market. Uh, you know, you kind of sit up in the kitchen with us. You um, can open the doors up and make it kind yeah, of Yeah, it's indoor, wide outdoor. open outside, yeah. covered patio. You come sit in the outdoor kitchen with us. You um, uh, watch us make your food and talk to us. Everything's made in-house. It's like 120 square feet. Uh, it's a little engine that could. Um, and then It's
2: the little engine that did. Yeah. yeah. And it's still doing.
0: It's still, it's still doing. It well enough that you're opening up a new spot.
3: Uh, yeah, which, um, yeah, kind of this big old, uh, hungry baby that we we've created. I don't know whose idea it was, but this is a large <laughs> giant space on Peachtree street. Um, wow. We've worked really hard on renovation to make it kind of have that same feeling. You feel like you're stepping into an outdoor market. Um, you know, everything's, we, we try to be locally sourced and organic. Everything's made every day in house, fresh, uh, and you kind of f- walk in, and there's this little kind of bizarre feel in there. You come in, and you look at all the produce and product and meat and cheeses we have. You come down the line. We've got fresh juices, smoothies, uh, sandwiches.
4: We um, know where we're going after this, CW. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm, I I'm definitely going to check it out but, now so yeah. Yeah. having yeah. haven't
3: had a chance to meet you.
4: We update our menu every day because uh, we keep everything fresh. Uh, and our menu is on our Facebook page and our Twitter handle is at Sean's Market. S-E-A-N-S. And you, S-E-A-N-S. and you can see that uh, that new menu there every day.
0: So take us back in time. How did this? What's your background? How did you get to Sean's? Yeah,
4: you said you market? created a hungry um, baby. Let's well, you know, started baby. in
3: started in the year nineteen ninety three, beville Diner, wow, Syracuse, New York. Wow. Yeah, my start. <laughs> um, and uh, so I've always been in the restaurant business, and. um We've we've kind of we've 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 both always been entrepreneurs. We've always owned small businesses, and um,
4: well, I'm an actor, so I've always been in the I restaurant always, business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> That's I
3: love it. it. And uh, so it's kind of been this organic process that came for us. We started out this concept. We started in, in a private facility and, and basically took over a, a Gatorade stand in a high end gym, and um, decided we were a restaurant. It was about mm-hmm. 100 square feet, and we decided there was nothing we couldn't make in there, and we just kind of mastered the art of that. Um, we did very, very well there. Uh, we decided we kind of wanted to take it into a more permanent location. We looked around and around and around, found this great spot uh, in Piedmont Park, and it was bigger than we wanted because we were going. We wanted to stay 100 square feet, we went to 120. Um, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Which was <Yeah>. really intimidating. <laughs> yeah. You up. don't understand. Uh, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> what are we going to do with that extra 20? Yeah,
4: extra yeah. 20, <laughs> yeah. 20 square feet. It's, it'll, it'll throw you for a loop yeah. if you're not prepared.
3: And, you so, could
4: make larger sandwiches. <laughs> in exactly. that space. We yeah, we considered th- that. We, know, we started to
3: make one more salad. <laughs> that really you know, just The, rent cost. the big yeah, salad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, we just opened up. Uh, we've kind of just one person at time. We've never advertised. We uh, opened up n-
4: our outdoor market in uh, the middle of January.
3: January second, two thousand fourteen. Wow, Atlanta, yeah. so you can do that, right? Two thousand
2: fourteen. Yeah. Wow. It was, it
0: was seven so, degrees. It was yeah. seven
4: degrees. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>, gosh. So. <laughs> Great idea, guys. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks. It was
3: like a no pocket. So we literally when people want to
4: be outside. <laughs> <laughs> we literally <laughs> raised business Strategery. one person at a time.
3: Yep. And we just started out just doing it ourselves and uh, just her and me every single day and in in uh, earmuffs and Coat and hat and uh, <laughs> long and underwear. <laughs> things have just gone very, very well for us. We've been very fortunate. You know, we've just got a really loyal following. People are constantly tweeting and and yelping and facebooking us, and um, things have gone really well. And uh, we always had in mind that we wanted to have two or three of these. I was always from the beginning this idea of having these two little, these small little places that where everyone that works for us can have a quality of life. or are for dinner, close Sunday um
2: that's so great i love the sort of community uh, sort of setting they,
3: we yeah. call
4: it the sean's harvest family and we really yeah mean it <laughs> i have
2: family in italy and that's how it is yeah. man you sit down at a giant picnic table <laughs> throw white wine and red wine on the table and everybody has a merry time yeah
3: <laughs> that's my family too yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no wonder so, you
1: have a loyal following. There. So, in addition to being
0: a restaurant, you were saying that you can actually come in and buy mm-hmm. products and produce. Different yeah, we things have like that.
3: You know, we have we have property in North Carolina, and we grow tomatoes and berries during the spring and summer, and those are available. And we try to sell those. And then we make our own. Uh, we make our all our own ma- pastries. We make you know biscuits, amber biscuits, and uh, amber biscuits. Yeah, amber pretty biscuits? Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh, I want uh, an amber
4: biscuit. <laughs> what, what, makes, <laughs> what makes them amber biscuits? Well, the color
2: is it? <laughs>
3: Well, the, they're a little unreasonable. I it your personal. personality,
5: because
2: uh. <laughs> it, it has a fiery yeah.
3: after yeah, 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 That's yeah. right,
4: right? Oh, no, it'll, all right. It's so good. It'll make you want to smack yeah. your mama. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna
1: they're go amazing. smack my mama. <laughs> this biscuit's so good. I'm going to get an amber biscuit today. Yeah. I'm now.
3: Today's special amber biscuit is our sweet carrot amber biscuit with a cinnamon cream cheese. That's oh today. my yeah. gosh! So do, okay. No fooling.
0: Yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, now, how is that? Is it uh, made like a sandwich? It's what- a
3: buttermilk drop biscuit that we make in-house okay. every day. We make cookies and biscuits, and then we have different sandwiches based on what products we've picked up at, at the market. So, um, like today, we have our house-made sausage. We made like a patty sausage, and uh, we do that with uh, amber biscuit and, and egg and cheese and
2: so that's how you, you, you change your menu every day. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? It's going to the market. I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. huge foodie yes. too. And like yeah. going to the store and just seeing what's fresh, what's, and let it inspire you. Yes. So that's what you guys exactly do. exactly what we do. That's Love why that. we
4: call it a sandwich bar. It's, yeah. you know, it. you, a, you literally it. elbow up to the bar and see what's new for the day.
2: Love so it. are your guests, um, uh, do they have favorites? Because you say you change the menu every day. So are they yeah, passionate about Yeah,
3: we frustrate them every everything? single day. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> <laughs>
2: <not> <laughs> we I challenge
4: our guests every day to nature. love something new.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. actually
2: really great, though. So tell us about that.
3: Uh, yeah. So, you know, people come in and typically um, most of our friends know um, that we change. And so they, they roll with it. They like the adventure. Yeah. Um, uh so people come in they kind of ask us what's on the menu we talk about it they you know in our our location they come sit at the bar and we're sitting there making a form they can talk about where did that come from where did that tomato come from where did the um you know, where did that? Why, why are you serving that chicken in that way? And and so we like to talk about that. And why is it important that you care about that? Why is it important of mm. where it comes from? Why do you want to support local? Tell us a local about economy? that.
2: Uh, you know, you're using local uh, yeah. organic. Yeah, when
3: you're using local product, stuff? and I mean, you're you're suppo- you're supporting a local economy that mm-hmm. that that feeds upon itself. And it's not just about which we were very passionate about. Or, You know, sustainable living and organic products, but even more important than that, if you care about your local economy, then it's something you want to do. Exactly.
2: And you guys know so much about that too. With, I mean, with any small business, it's really about that going back to home, keeping the business at home. With film, we'll get into that. That's you know, it's (laughs) very much uh, the same thing with films coming into a community, people paying. Uh, you know, uh, for food, stay, uh, all of that, you know. So it's sustaining what's around you, your little happy bubble around you.
3: Yeah, and and I think um, when people come into our place, they can sense that energy, that passion with the people that work with us and for us and uh, come with us. Well, obviously,
2: you guys opened in January in Outdoor Market. If the passion wasn't there and people didn't see it, wouldn't be open
3: in the exactly. second location right now. <laughs> and again <laughs>
2: in that, 7 degrees. Yeah. yeah tell me
0: again how how long ago was it that you opened the Amsterdam location? It
3: was January 2nd, 2014. 7 degrees out. And warm, warm 7 degrees. <laughs> and we-
4: <laughs> and we vowed that we were going to have heaters by this time last yeah, year, yeah. and we did. <laughs> yeah,
5: <okay. laughs> so.
0: But what a great strategic location, though. I mean, yeah. lots yeah. of lots of traffic coming down to shop in the retail shops there. Yeah, got shout out. The the Amsterdam Walk, there. Go there. Go Amsterdam yeah. Walk. Yeah.
3: yeah,
4: coming along the uh, Beltline. Yeah, and and
0: that's got to be helping too with yeah. people coming off of
3: that since it's yeah, coming yeah, right, right be, by. You, you know. can
4: park your dog right yeah, there on our patio.
3: We have a great little patio there with It's dog friendly. Very dog friendly. Yeah. Yeah, we're you know we're on the dog we have side a dog of the park, yeah.
4: and we bring our dog to work. That's yeah. so awesome. So <laughs> total family. <laughs> we business. want we want you know uh, you know our kids come to work What's with us your sometimes. Dog's we want our we want families Sergeant. to be able to do
3: Sergeant mm-hmm. Is Sergeant-, Sergeant Paprika Is- Sergeant. Paprika. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Seriously, oh my always gosh. registered. Yeah. He's, the, he's the secret ingredient yeah. in the biscuits. <laughs> no, just kidding, everyone.
1: He's
3: another curly redhead I have. So
1: so, yeah. After the show, I'm going to get my cats, and the, I'm bringing her. You, oh, okay, okay. Oh, We're cat-friendly, too. The dogs too. will love her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Different restaurant. Park your
0: cat. <laughs> we'll bring our Basset. park the cat. <laughs> <So> Dale! Dale.
2: <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, C.W. No, go ahead. I was We're, just talking about you gonna my you going to make a
0: Bassett reference? Dale.
2: Is, oh, Dale?
0: Dale Jr. We're going to have to, to Dale. take Dale there.
4: Oh, yeah. snap. You have a basset named Dale. Yeah. Shout oh, out to all the
3: dogs. Shout out to
0: Julie. Yeah. She loves that. <laughs> Dale's biscuit. listening oh right my now, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> His day is going to be much better. If you're listening, Mrs. Hall, you should tweet you're us gonna a, have to a get picture a of Dale Jr. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she you should. Dale. Julie, tweet us a picture. You know she will. <laughs> so you've got this uh, family business going on. All of your family's involved. Mm-hmm. You've got family, career. Amber, you're so uh, uh, you're so much a part of uh, Sean's Harvest Market, but you've got a huge acting career on the side. How do you guys balance uh, family, career,
4: two separate careers. Two it's very
3: easy. You just let go of sleep. Um, <laughs> oh, right,
5: right, people right, don't right,
4: realize right, right. there's so many more hours in <laughs> <Yeah>. the day <laughs> yeah,
3: well, <what laughs> like if you t- when you're I
4: sleeping. You just I have all that schedule. like a too.
0: third of the time or more. If <laughs> it you're lucky. could
4: be.
2: That's very true. Because <laughs> yes. you guys have two kids. Is that correct? Three. Three. Three kids, what? one
4: dog. All right, now how two do you do restaurants?
0: This? Okay, make t- and an tell acting me how career, a successful
4: work. acting career. Real power. <laughs> <laughs> during during slow portions of the day. You know, uh, you we, I, I, I saddle open. my husband with all the work, and I go <laughs> and uh, do an audition, or uh, you know. Um, Post something that has, a, has to do with talk,
2: my it, like. She's like so nonchalant. She's like, uh, you know, it's whatever. I <laughs> just go and like act, and then I it come like, back. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: like I kind of memorize the words on the way to the audition. It's whatever. Do really. the motions.
0: <laughs> Let's do this. We've been talking with Amber Cheney, actress and co-owner of Sean's Harvest Market with her husband Sean Germain. They've been telling us the story about how Sean's Harvest Market got started, which is really cool, and I can't wait to get over and try out the new place. And then, of course, Krista was going into the acting thing. Sounds like you've done quite a few pieces. The the, the well, monster it was, movie. It that was you this did time last, last
4: year ago. we were uh, inter- you were interviewing me and Chris for, Etheridge for Morningside Monster, yeah. Yeah. and
2: Chris Etheridge has yeah. been yeah, back. We came
0: back on, talked about that.
2: That's yeah. how Amber and I met. She um uh characters. I played Abby. Uh, Abby on Attack of the Morningside
4: Monster, which just released. um, Yeah, this past January. mm -hmm. And uh, we actually just did um, uh, Days of the Dead. Con. Yeah, how did that go? Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I saw <laughs> pictures.
2: Oh my gosh, you know I can't say it. Well, I know you're scared of stuff. I'm so are, scared of stuff. We are <laughs> equally, we are equally I had so afraid much of scary movies, <laughs> and we participate in them. Like, we close our eyes when we have to do our job. Like, run it again, I can't see it. <laughs>
4: well, I did uh, I did a couple of episodes in uh, season two of The Walking Dead. So there were That's like, right. so you many were Walking Dead fans there that were able Herschel's to make the wife, connection. Right? Uh huh.
2: So, yeah, let's talk about it's, some of the you played. So,
4: <laughs> I did that and I uh, and then uh, and you're and then, still alive and I'm still alive even though I was killed three times
2: <laughs>
4: no wonder they <laughs> made a biscuit after <laughs> you okay
2: <laughs> she's coming back we're making her biscuit
4: <laughs> and so I, yeah I um we did that con and it was it was so much fun and uh and Chris and uh and uh, Jason, writer Jason Palmer was there, the writer, and uh, shout out just, to the boys. What up, boys? <laughs> 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 and, uh, and that was a blast. And uh, coming up in March, we're going to be doing a benefit at Sina in Athens. I don't know if that's how you say it. It's oh, it's, excellent. It's French. They don't. C'n'e the French, the French don't pronounce the last sound like sound six letters yeah, of their yeah. words. Do you, do you so have I have think it's just you have to make an ugly face. You to go. It's It's a benefit. It's actually it's a benefit for the movie. We make
0: the movie.
4: Oh
2: wait, I went Italian. You went oh Italian on it. We're
4: making the biscuit. We're making the biscuit in the morning, and then we make the movie in the afternoon. <laughs> That's not anything that ever so happens.
2: Tell us about this benefit.
4: This benefit <laughs> is for the American Cancer Society, and it's going to be happening March fourteenth uh, at Sin. See? <laughs> and, and Athens. Let's just spell it. C I N E. C I N E with like a little some sort of accent mark. I
2: yeah, I have I don't same know where you put with it. Cine Bistro, you know the, and, uh, the the movie theater that you can drink in? That place. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that place is the bomb, diggy. <laughs> um and uh it's going to be $20 and it benefits the American Cancer Society. So, um
2: That's ex So is it a screening? No. a what's screening?
4: Happening? Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, there will be food and Q and A and everything. And uh, coming up later this year, uh, the Nicholas Sparks. Book turned film, The Longest Ride, is coming out, and uh, I had a nice little part in that. Exciting! Tell me, I don't know about this one because we haven't
2: seen each other in in a little bit. So tell us a little bit about that role as much as you can. As oh, much as spoilers. I can.
1: She's,
4: she's no
5: spoilers. She's a
1: redhead. I'm,
4: the <laughs> <laughs> I'm <the> hot <laughs> redhead. I'm sort of a big deal. I'm like the. <laughs> I kind of. I kind of like. I play the the same character I played in The Walking Dead, just mm-hmm. without the makeup. <laughs>
2: Just like, <laughs> except for the walking
4: dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, no, I'm like an ignorant redneck. Oh, wow, <laughs> how much fun is
2: so that? And know. Sean can tell you, you I'm just, I just
4: nail those roles. <laughs> I'm like so good Where at Where are those. you from originally? I'm from Ackworth. Originally. Really? I was born of animal. You get to I talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Your get,
0: name like Camaro I or Tammy. Uh, Tammy, Tammy, Tam- Tammy. <laughs> Tammy. I'm t-
4: Tammy Lynn. Tammy. Tammy Leanne. Um, I d I don't know if I'm allowed to say who I am in the movie. Brittany. Okay. I should be able to since it's on IMDb. Look it up on IMDb, everyone. Well, yeah, there's there the there's the, sl- there's the yeah, loophole you know. they, Yeah, they can they can <laughs>
0: let the cat out of the bag.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that that movie stars the Alan Alda uh oh. so yeah, that's excellent. That well, congratulations. And it's from the, it's from the writer of, of The Notebook, you know. Oh. It's kind of a big got, deal. We're all weeping it's now. It's got beautiful bearded men with chiseled... <laughs>
2: Oh I, yeah, you know <laughs> I didn't.
4: I didn't have any scenes with those men, honey. I just. Oh. <laughs> I know yeah, they're in man the man movie. Speaking to her husband <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't come into the market today because yeah. I got to go yeah. do this scene. Sorry, yeah. there's yeah. this
2: Sorry. bearded man. <laughs> there's a thing. <laughs> well, that's bearded awesome.
4: man
0: scene two.
2: <laughs> so uh, that's your your new endeavors. Last time we were talking, um, we were talking uh, about your experience with the Hunger Games. Yes. Amber was also in the Hunger Games. You were, uh, what was your role? The uh, Avox girl. The Avox girl. Oh, yeah. The Avox girl A-Vox. in that. And also, Devil's Not. I think that you were kind of in the middle. Of, you couldn't say much. Are you allowed to say anything? Yeah, about I, I'd, that I'd I'd,
4: I'd, 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 I had a great couple of scenes with uh, uh, Cullen Firth. Mm, which was. Bearded man. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. And some bearded man. <laughs> and I played an ignorant redneck in that movie. <laughs>
3: You nailed it. Well, honey. you, you know what? It.
4: You've got to go now to your you core, watch it. Amber. You're going to get tight cast you go if you're not your careful. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that I use different redneck accents for each one of my parts. You know, and, gonna, and there really is a very, different redneck you know, accent. You're going to be doing, yes. like, Interstellar I Part
3: do. 2, like, and you're going to be Tammy. There's like, North. So she's you, gonna she's gonna like, She's like, is this hey. Hey. low country or high country? Right. So you, <laughs> you
4: know, there's North Georgia. There's North, mm, Georgia. Yeah. There's, there's there
3: North Florida.
2: Around? I can't there's wait there's to South see you in, like, a sci-fi flick and be like, hey, alien, come here. Hey. Hi. She's like, Harry Caray. I'm going to beat you, alien. Hey. Alien, do you like hot dogs?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna skin you, Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
2: So, I mean, you know, we're telling, we're asking you guys about this balance. They really don't see. I mean, you've got a huge. Uh, uh, s- side career and, and acting, not even side career. It's a main yeah. thing, and you guys are balancing <laughs> all this. Do you guys do you guys do any craft services for movies? Do You um, blend the lines. Mm. What's uh, yeah, that's uh, probably
0: a nice we- opportunity you, for why you. Are you, you. hiring? Uh, yeah, did you have a movie uh, yeah. that needed craft yeah. Yeah.
2: services? I can find one. I guess oh, I'm willing to wager
0: that uh, <laughs> a business like yours that has that kind of a feel and the the fresh ingredients and being local, because obviously we have a burgeoning movie market here. I'm sure that helps you. Because how many of the films that you've been in have been locally? local?
4: All of them. That's them. And yeah. we're talking,
0: you know,
2: big big yeah. productions. And there are tax yeah. incentives. So. Do
4: craft services get get tax incentives for for the? Well, it's the production company for the okay. movie that gets the incentive, but okay. um,
2: you know. I didn't know if there was a blend there. Uh, we do.
3: I mean, whatever. we do catering. I haven't done. We haven't done any craft services, but uh, we we're catering. And if, we you, and if you know anybody, we now. did.
4: We did. We catered to uh, um, the um, Maximus Thor piece that I did uh, uh, for YouTube. Remember? That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the one you played Camaro. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ta- you should really ta- say Maximus Thor. Ta- 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 like, you have to say it with hi, ta- Maximus. <laughs> do you like the moons made out of cheese? <laughs> Because I do. (laughs) I think it's great.
2: Oh my God. That's one of my
0: favorite skits.
2: You can't write this, you guys.
0: What's your favorite (laughs) planet?
3: My favorite planet? Mine's the sun. I like Earth. It's pretty great.
4: It's all right. It's the only one I can really speak speak with authority on, really. We make it work. We make it work because uh, we're really good partners and we're really well prepared. You I'm know, we do a lot of we by do a lot really of, well prepared. Sean's face was like,
3: mm. "I'm not prepared." She no. <laughs> <laughs> by
4: prepared, we're not prepared. Totally we're yeah, not prepared. We live with yeah. our with our phones, and like you said, like we've said before, we're family, and all, all of our family's involved, and you know, coffee's helping. involved. God, Coffee. coffees involved. <laughs> well, you That's know, impressive, everybody uh, has a <laughs> everybody has a crutch. Everybody has a vice.
0: <laughs> juggling all those, you know the acting career and everything that goes into that, plus running now a couple of
3: locations. There's, there's worse problems to deal with, for sure. Yeah. First yeah. world problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. That's what point. we like to say in our house.
2: Tell us again how uh, people can reach you before we move on to our next guest, and if they want catering, shout out to anybody. Please, yeah, catering, always check services. us out on Facebook. That's
3: where our, our menu always is at. Um, okay. we're, we're strong on Facebook. Um, you can always give us a call, 404 404-883-1142. Uh my wife's in charge of the the Twitter the, the tweeting the, the, the twittering, the, the twittering the, the, as the, we, the, we like to call it. I <laughs> didn't say <laughs> that. Uh um, <That> wasn't me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh it's at Sean's Market S E A N S Market and uh, my Twitter handle is at Amber Chaney Axe, A C T S. Not like Axe. She's <laughs> only an act at the restaurant. you going to chop your in, head off. <laughs> that's just in the horror films. Yeah. Right.
1: You are definitely an act. <laughs> well,
2: thank you. <laughs> 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 dun, dun, dun. She did jazz hands after that, everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that voice you heard was Candy Cross of You Talk, I Write.
2: Candy, Hi. welcome. Thank you so much. She's been chiming <laughs> in. You're a nice little co-host there. You're putting me out of my job here. So, ghostwriter. Uh, here
4: I am. Not, Tell us not about it. Not the it. kind it's, that's in the sky. What kind yeah. of haunting do you do as a ghost? Um. not as transparent as I thought you yeah. were going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that Ooh. one down earlier. Yes. I wrote that one down earlier to find a place to stay later in this. She just went for I'm it right to away. It. So yeah. I hope I'm a little there. less scary than...
2: Your typical ghost.
3: Only half is scary, really. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: ghost. Not dressed writer. like a ghost either. What? No,
2: she's not. We'll, we'll post pictures. So, ghostwriter. What's the difference between a writer and a ghostwriter? I think we're all wondering that.
1: The craft of storytelling is the same across the board for both writers and ghostwriters. The main difference is the fact that in ghostwriting, I bring out the voice in someone else, and they get the primary credit. For that book or, you know, it could be an article, a white paper, manuscripts, screenplay. So you're sort of like... They get the primary credit.
2: So you're sort of like uh, someone has a creative idea right is this how is this what the process is someone has a creative idea they come to you you're basically you're calling on the muses and saying let me write this for you and that they right? that they, Can ju-
4: bring that they the just candlelight, can't flash out
1: bring bring the quills bring the candlelight so, you know someone and you has to talk
3: in their voice which is it, hard. <laughs> no, I'm serious like I, I mean like you have to learn how to you're not just writing in your own voice you have to learn how to write you have to talk in somebody what they want and what they're trying to portray definitely
1: it's challenging every time to get You know, the idiosyncrasies down of someone, but we spend a lot of time together. It's a very intimate process, and there's a lot of interview hours. I I get to know who they are personally. Of course, they share contacts. If I'm working on a memoir or even a business
2: book, I talk to a lot of their teammates, direct reports, peers. So these people have to trust you 100%. You are, are taking over. You are their words. I am the keeper. A man is as life. good as their words. <laughs> A man <laughs> is as good as Candy Cross, ladies
1: and gentlemen. I like that. I'm like, my have got to use that. You to time use time that. There <laughs> you I go. I love Trademarks,
2: it. Ladies Do and I have gents. to pay
1: you if I take like, that away? You uh, can uh, pay uh, me if you like. <laughs> my
3: wife is my ghostwriter, so this is what you're <laughs> replacing wives that's all of
4: No, no, that's just something I need yeah. to work together. Thank you. But
3: you can know when she's done it because it actually makes sense, and that's when she's wrote it. like, Sean, you seem so coherent, you know, in his email.
4: I really just conjugate things. I don't really, like, yeah. find his it's essence it's just grammar Sean it's oh, just great. big
3: words on Amazon. Yeah.
1: it's
4: just comedy. I mean, we might need yeah. to collaborate one day
1: though because I went to school in Kentucky and I work with a lot of you know uh, different calibers of people just all over the world which I love tell but us a little
2: bit about how you got started you went to school in Kentucky yes Northern Kentucky mm-hmm. University I gotta give a shout out Woo! shout out <laughs> we're doing Wildcat, it's, a, it's a show of shout
1: outs <laughs> <No> <laughs> even Cougars. my mom used to say oh my daughter graduated from UK I didn't go to UK <laughs> But you know what, it was a dynamic school, it was it was just Kentucky. a s- smaller, more intimate college. Nice.
2: So what did so you I, go to school, school for, and how did you get into ghostwriting?
1: Sure, classical literature and journalism. So mm-hmm. I was kind of a double threat, and I started doing internships very early on in my sophomore year. Yeah. So I did four internships. Two were with magazines, and two were with books, okay. the book publishing world, actually.
4: Excellent, yeah. Candy. You're brilliant. You figured out how to really make money as and a writing journalist. career. <laughs> yeah. People love oh my, my God. For that. I know. I, That's you know what? Smartest I am, thing I've heard. Thank <laughs> you.
1: I'm extremely fortunate, but I did. I started so early on. I mean, I was getting paid to write articles at the age of 19 and 20. You wow. Know? I remember having a big party after getting a $50 check for a profile
2: on Clive Barker. Hey, you and, know what? You know. That That's first you dollar, dollar it's like right? Almost famous. Like, yeah. Give me yeah. a thousand
0: words on Black Sabbath. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, did you get to a point? I mean, there has definitely been a transition with technology and all of that, where you know, journalists and writers. It, it, you know, as Amber said, like, oh, you found a way to make money. Did you hit a point where you were like, okay, let me evolve, let me be creative. I'm going to be a ghostwriter. Absolutely, and, and that that is a, a really interesting
1: way on how I transitioned from being investigative reporter and journalism, (laughs) you know, and a journalist to ghostwriting, I just found that a lot of people that worked with me on, you know, feature articles for magazines and online blogs and everything, they actually had a larger story Mm -hmm. that could be turned into a book. And if you're a book lover, I mean, you know, I I started reading at the age of two. So I've always gravitated to books. And as soon as someone would you know, try to explain their article concept, I would then take the conversation to this is much more than, than that. We need to turn this into, you know, a book that can really make an impression on someone. Books can change people's lives.
0: Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely.
2: Well, it's very much, you know, it's, it's storytelling, like you said, and we're all humans, and when you can find that voice and people can relate to that, you know, it, it, you're saying, hey, I'm a human, hear me, hear my story. That's what we're. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, business, careers, acting, creative.
4: That's what we're all doing. Yeah, you're an artist. You're taking right. somebody else's, uh, you know, life or idea or something, and you're fleshing it out for them in a way that they couldn't put into words, and after you put it into words, they're like, yeah, that's what I've been trying to
1: say. My wife does me
3: every day. (laughs) You
1: you explain that very well. What's that process
0: like? Are you sitting down, because looking at the website, I mean, it sounds like some of the projects can be very large. Massive. Yeah, so, (laughs) I mean, how do you how do you go about
1: it well like Amber and Sean my friends over here I do not sleep yeah, uh, yeah. that's all part of the process sleep? <laughs> hey, <we don't> <laughs> <overrated>. <laughs> sleep, sleep is so, so outdated, outdated. Yeah. <laughs> heart heart. I'll sleep in about 20 years
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You sleep when you're just weeping on the floor and there's nothing left to do.
2: (laughs) But, you know, you've got to find that balance. And it's so important. I always tell people, you know, it's the metaphor of like you've got to take care of yourself before you're securing your mask on the airplane before anybody else's because you've got to find that balance. So uh, how do you choose your projects? Who are your who's your clientele? How do you choose your projects? Because you can't take on any everything. No, I
1: can't. Time management is huge, particularly when you are trying to keep other people on schedules that are not used to working with deadlines i'm sure you all can relate you know being in different forms of media mm-hmm. and uh you know i think balance is just it's it's golden in the way that you know mentally i use so much up here i've got to be physical whenever i can, possibly can so i hike a lot i work out a lot i just have to well
2: and you mm-hmm. need that brain time mm-hmm. too definitely yeah Definitely,
1: and in choosing projects, really, it is about the personality that comes to me. The person they have to be passionate about the story they're trying to tell first before I can even gravitate toward them. Because literally, all of us have have
2: stories that we can share. Right. But what do you grab onto? Yeah, it's you know, typically I grab
1: onto the edgier. There's got to be a provocative twist. Oh, here
2: we go. I'm
1: a ghost. Wait, so, no. yeah. <laughs> oh so there's been a recent release
2: of a provocative book. Uh, I think we all know the name of that one. Um, <laughs> what are some of the provocative subjects that you have touched on? Okay. Well, uh, now this interviews getting yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I told you. We're You're welcome, to everyone. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. When I say my meaning of provocative is more intriguing, profound, you know, compelling, and things can... So there's, like, facial hair and, like, chiseled
4: bodies and stuff.
1: <laughs> bearded <laughs> men. Bearded men. All the bearded men. I'm going to have to
4: experience this before we yeah, right about all the, <laughs> it. Because that's what I'm hearing.
1: <laughs> I have doubt del- you know, recently I worked on a book, for instance, we were exposing the ills of a particular county's... Celebrity divorce court system. Oh, uh, so it had all the ingredients. <laughs> Sean looks the most interested at the table. <laughs> I it's, know we were vocal, continue. Amber, but Sean is got, like, mm. keep going. Yes, we're listening. It's got the mo- you know, it's got the power, money, sex, scandal, fame. And then everyone's lives just crumble, you know. Oh I mean, my gosh, that's yeah. So
4: the perfect ending. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I play the ignorant redneck? Yeah. <laughs> can we throw? Yeah. Can we can we just create that <laughs> for Amber, please? I'm sure there's a vehicle in there.
1: I, we have talked about turning that into a possible screenplay. Yeah. Wow, wow. that happens a lot, though. You know, people blur the lines between wanting to do a film and wanting to do a book, and mm-hmm. sometimes wonderful books do not make dynamic movies and vice versa. Right. You know, I mean, movies are so visual and, right. and books you get, you you need to get, you know, you get, the readers get lost in a book. Right. It's an investment of time and emotion to read mm-hmm. a book. Whereas the, the film is.
0: Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that happens so many flat. times. I know it has for me where I've read a book. I really enjoyed the book, but then I see them try to, transfer that to the screen and they're portraying it the world the characters looks all those things that were made up in my own mind of what they look like now it's different and so it's somehow skewed i suppose if you get an, introduced to a story through the film uh, and then go back and read the book perhaps that's a different way to do it's it almost I suppose, like they're but
3: like different projects you know, I almost think if i want to see a movie of a movie version of a book i really like i have to think of it as a different different people yeah that's a A story kind of related
2: Uh, to one I've known before Amber that's like uh, that's like your character with Hunger Games Um, you know it was very much a huge character in the book it would have
4: been a five hour long movie if they had incorporated that storyline. But then you go yeah. to the screening, Which the I premiere, and huge. <laughs> 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 Which I think would have been But fine. tons of your Personal. fans
2: were there, yes. you know, uh, for for your character that didn't have a huge role in the movie, but huge role in the book.
4: Exactly. So, I mean... And it's funny huge because, huge you rate. know, anybody that... Because that, the book was so wildly popular that the, the character already had a following mm-hmm. before the movie even came out. So, the, anybody that saw me up on screen knew exactly who I supposed to be but it wasn't explained in the movie because the explanation would have taken forever forever yeah that's right that's That's, right and you have to make those sacrifices when you're transferring to screenplay
2: that's so interesting and i Mm. i mean i mean so you're writing about real life stories amber playing a role like that like did you feel more pressure because people already kind of had this uh, had this preconceived idea of a a character
4: Yeah, I mean the, the uh,
2: and you're doing that backwards, Candy. You're you're trying to don't slap me, okay? Yeah, I'm the. <laughs> no, I didn't write that particular. You story did now, me. It is really interesting <laughs> how
4: inside out it goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, you know for for my situation uh, a lot of. Fans were tweeting immediately. Oh, she's too old. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I am because I didn't not read it like she was a 29. kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then I, th- I think uh, some somebody uh, who was a 16-year-old girl tweeted that she was given the part, and so Lionsgate was forced to announce me earlier than they wanted to, and oh, wow. I think their hands got oh, tied wow. into mm. announcing my character. It, when they probably wouldn't have. Well, job security. Otherwise. Who knows? So, so <laughs> thanks to that 16-year-old yes. girl. <laughs> so, awesome. Candy, how do you deal with that? Yeah. I mean,
2: are, do people come to you after reading the story and say you didn't capture this person or there's an aspect or you captured this person perfectly? What's that like?
1: Now, are you talking about after a uh, literary adaptation to after film? I can't claim that I've actually done.
2: No, book. Oh, okay. Yeah, just okay. stories.
1: You know what? I'm going to have to be confident and conceited for a second and say no. Well,
2: Mm -hmm. yeah, that's it. That's great. That's That's the answer.
1: You know, I've had a few projects stop midway because it just became too much Mm -hmm. for that actual person. You know, when you start talking about things like an actual readership and you're getting ready to share your story, they then, you know what? I just want to do print on demand for family members and I don't think I'm ready
2: Oh, wow. To solicit a yeah. publisher
1: or agent or get a readership. show. Oh, that you know, would that, tick that me happens. off.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I well, am like, dude, you know so how much work it is. You know what? Well, but in the end, I'm pleasing paid, that so one. It's fine. I still get paid. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: Say, oh, that's well, that's right. fine. Then. Checks, then. Yeah. Make, <laughs> make checks payable to candy with an I.
2: So what's the most difficult? I don't know if you call it a... Life translation? <laughs> <laughs> I love you you it. coined that one too. There you go. Uh, what's the most difficult thing that you've encountered working with a client?
1: You know, at one point, this was in 2005, actually, I was approached to do a medical memoir. Mm-hmm. They do exist. You know, there are autobiographies, but they then get broken down into a sub genre. It could be artistic memoir or straight autobiography you know if if it's a politician typically it's just they already have a name behind them so it's start to finish what they were like at three years old for instance Mm -hmm. you know like Condoleezza Rice's autobiography follows that regular formula but it's you know this was a medical memoir and this person had been one of 17 survivors from the 60s the litomide. Craze. That was a drug that had come out of Germany to give to pregnant women for depression and you know, all these other issues. But it actually caused a lot of deaths and deformities. Yeah,
0: some significant deformities that were obviously life altering.
1: Yeah, that was that was a very difficult project for me. You know, I was led into journal entries, medical transcripts from the day. Wow. From these case files, so both heavy, here and abroad. Heavy stuff. Very heavy stuff.
2: Yeah.
4: I didn't
1: sleep, but mm. well. And when sleep you're throwing
2: a... yourself, uh, when you're creatively, when you're opening yourself, you're vulnerable to to those to those emotions and those experiences. When you're, again, for lack of better terms, translating it for for someone, someone else, someone else, yeah, someone else. It, again, it's it's an intimate partnership. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why should someone entrust in you rather than another writer? What where is where is your connection made, and and why should someone choose you to tell their story? Well,
1: I definitely pour everything I have into each project. Frankly, I can't take on everything that I love that starts out to be an intriguing kernel of a story just because of the time commitment. You know, sometimes we're talking up to a year working with someone, but there's a lot of trust involved. It's with utmost confidentiality, both for them and any type of contact that is let in, and they own all the material that is associated with the book. You know they own the copyrights. So you know confidentiality and indefinite passion and and energy, that's what I've been known for, really.
4: That's
2: excellent. So uh, you talk about this process. It's up to a year. What happens once uh, the manuscript is published? Then what? Do you do marketing, publishing? where does it go from there? Oftentimes I do work with, I have collaborative partners
1: that are local, you know, everyone from designers to specific PR agents that strictly focus on the book industry and really so hitting that cover, maximum design, readership.
2: all of that. Definitely. The
1: online blogs. and Because the reality is once you, there's, there are just tens of thousands of authors out there and books that just Mm -hmm. come out with a flurry on a daily basis, you know, here and all over the world. And particularly if you're going for a global readership, which tends to happen if the book does well in the USA, you know, an agent can then sell the film, you know, sell the foreign rights. So you never know where your book is going to end up in the world. But it really is that person's job Mm -hmm. to continue promoting, you know, to keep up that readership.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: We've been talking with ghostwriter Candy S. Cross of U Talk, I Write. Um, you can find her at utalkirite.com and at Candy Words on Twitter. And what's the process like while you're while you're underway on a project? Do you is it is it sort of like uh, building a house in a way? You've got one or you know several projects underway that you're kind of dividing your time um, amongst at a given time. What's the t- what's the division of labor from your time perspective like?
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. Honestly, it really depends on the depth and the topic of the project. Sometimes I can I will only take on one at a time, just mm-hmm. depending on the depth it's and se- breadth. Yeah, it seems like that. Yeah, but, but then there are other times where I've already worked with a CEO, for instance, on a business book, and then they want some smaller pieces written, and they only want to use my service, frankly, because I've already captured their voice, you know. Yeah. Right. So I will take, I'll take that on, cons, you know, simultaneously well, with the book project.
0: Brag a little bit more about some of the, the titles that you talked about. I was looking on the website here, game being one that folks may have probably heard about. Um, but some of the others that uh, you have a measure of pride in having worked on, collaborated on.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, the most recent one that was published was actual, actually addresses the U.S., Healthcare system and CW. Uh, this is wow.
2: right up yeah. your, your <laughs> uh, uh, I don't CW has uh, a background uh, in, in, yeah.
1: in
5: this,
1: but it's it's engineering solutions to you know the U.S. healthcare system really, and you can find that on Amazon and and everywhere. That was out by CRC Press and
0: engineering solutions to America's healthcare challenges.
1: Yes, thank you. We're gonna <laughs> have to get thank her on you. Top Docs radio show. So A Thorn in My Pocket is another one that I would love to mention. That was done by Eustasia Cutler, which is Temple Grandin's mother actually, just talking about all the atrocious things that she went through raising an autistic child in the fifties. Oh wow but before, you know, they were they were really banished in institutions as infant schizophrenics, Mm -hmm. for instance. You know, so that is a very powerful story that I that I helped work on too.
0: And clearly, publishers, authors are somebody that folks listening would probably think about. Oh, ghostwriters! But when you look on the website under clients, lots of folks that you wouldn't necessarily think about: uh, Air Force Institute Technology, uh, all kinds of businesses, law firms, Data Set Incorporated, many, many Cox Communications. Talk about that! I mean, as it relates to. A corporation or a business executive, you mentioned um, thinking, gosh, I, I need to get a ghostwriter. How does that – is there is, is there a process wherein you're interacting with them, reaching out? How, how does that come together when you're linking up on the corporate side of things to put out some sort of either a, kind of an internal manual or a book that kind of illustrates what a particular business vertical wants to convey to the community? How does that happen? Do you educate them? Hey, I have the service available, or is it more just uh, as you as, as this list grows? That it, it's I saw your work that you did for XYZ company, and it's really more r- kind of a word of mouth kind of process
5: for you.
1: I am proud to say that I've worked strictly through referrals, probably for the past five years That's for the most you, part. I do not. Do- <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And, but I, again, I do want to emphasize that you know I have a 20-year career overall, so I'm not just another. Right. writer of the sea of writers that claim to be able to ghostwrite manuscripts, because it really is a different type of craft than just writing. So I've had, you know, oftentimes I've had companies approach me to do a corporate history, for instance, that they can share with their employees, you know, and that, if you do a corporate history for a company, that can create loyalty, of course, and mm-hmm. more productivity, because they've actually taken the time to, brand themselves with an an actual personality that's not just a profit-driven machine. Other times, there could be a really dynamic personality on a senior leadership team or the CEO herself Mm -hmm. or himself that the company wants to push out there and start branding some of their management techniques, for instance. I have had that um, in the... Sector of quality management, for instance, I've worked with a, just a wonderful client from TSA talking about airport security. And I'm that's sure that's quite a the, world in itself, yeah. I would imagine I just yeah. say. I, I, yeah. that is quite that, a mysterious world, kind
0: of <laughs> like here. We get kind of a minor MBA with constantly talking to business leaders from you name the vertical, a lot of technology companies, law, healthcare now. I'm sure you're finding you're getting an education in a lot of different things that most people won't ever you know really have an opportunity to learn.
1: Interest, and I love it. I just I'm hungry for knowledge, and yeah, all, just ever learning, and it, each subject that comes my way, you know, I, I it's you're just you're just starting, you're starting to know it. So there's a lot of research involved, and it's almost like you're a student again doing a research paper frankly that's how each project starts keeping your brain healthy yeah and i've
4: heard you don't actually learn something unless you make an emotional connection to it and so that's probably Probably for the long long haul yeah keeping it in your in your long-term memory so uh, you know your long-term storage so uh, i bet you are actually retaining every single thing that you're i (laughs) I am so lucky to have
1: a a crazy memory I've always even told my close friends I do not want to lose that's the one thing I don't want to lose is
2: there's a lot up yeah. here as you can imagine I'm keeping this this is mine don't take it away
1: <laughs> but I did have a um, an acquaintance over at my place the other night who was trying to figure out who I am based on my book collection oh my gosh and she's like okay, wait, okay. Yeah, this, is, a totally this different... is crazy I can't pinpoint
2: you know, I'm like, well, I started out. You have, like, little <laughs> pieces of everybody that you write about, too. Yeah. So you're... Uh, well, that,
1: yeah, they're on Candy a Candy Cross, a mystery, private shelf. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just, At least she didn't call me a ghost again. So <laughs> so who are some of your favorite authors? What's What's your core? How did you start in this? Sure. Well, initially, you know, it was definitely the British classics...
1: <laughs> I was such a nerd in school and trying to get my literature portfolio together and dissecting all of their works. And then it turned into more contemporary folks like Jeanette Winterson, Clive Barker. I happen to love horror and... You know, the edgy thrillers. Poppy Z. Bright then has been a favorite. Then you have to watch Attack
2: of the Morning Sun. <laughs> I'm going to watch, and watch that, but yeah. I'm going
1: to yeah. get an amber biscuit first <laughs> yeah. and a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. and I love this. Yeah. I love this. You can turn the, the movie into yeah. a book. the
2: rest of the shows
1: today, <laughs> And now me and my cat have a new place to hang out in the neighborhood because <laughs> yeah. I yeah. live in the same neighborhood as, <laughs> oh, as your perfect. place. So yeah. It all comes
4: full circle.
1: <laughs>
4: talking
0: amber about sausage and amber biscuits. I mean, come on. This this show is gonna C-Dawby go down yeah, in the annals of
2: history.
5: <laughs>
3: Whoa! Hey. All right, well, why, we'll edit that one out.
2: <laughs> no, it was actually pretty good. You get yeah, points. Hey, right come out. on! I thought it was good. <laughs> I, I was just it. riffing here. Yeah, just, <laughs> just looking out for our listeners. So, <laughs> where does
0: it go from here? Do you have a desire to put a book out? That's Yours—that's mm. your name on the front, yeah. Your good question about Amber Biscuits, about, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. something that includes somebody named Tammy and <laughs> yeah. Amber
1: Biscuits I
2: in my house. <laughs> I actually—I
1: I did finish my own memoir. I have tried to shop it to agents, and then I uh, got astray because I've been so busy trying to get others published. So, but there, uh, there's definitely a story that... there behind the scenes uh, of my life. Yeah. So I know what it's like to be vulnerable and really want to write about Mm -hmm. everything from upbringing to whatever types, uh, what brought you there to the first place in which you do want to share this story with someone. You know that there's value in it and that it can touch someone's heart or it can stop them from making the same decision as you or, you know, it runs the
2: gamut. Well, you keep pushing to get that that published. That's I so great. I want to great. read it. Yeah, that's <laughs> so great. It <laughs> goes back to the airplane mask thing. You've got to take care of you before you can take care, care of everyone else. <laughs> great analogy. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it's the it's the creative. <laughs> 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 well, excellent. Um, do you uh, where can people reach you again? Tell us your your website, Twitter, all of that fun stuff.
1: All that fun social media stuff. Definitely, youtalkiright.com. It's people can remember that. And on Twitter, Candy Words at C A N D I, and then simply W R I D S. And I'm very active on LinkedIn. A lot of people have reached out to me on LinkedIn. I, that's, that's where, where we you and I met. met. Yeah, so we'll there, that's too. where our story began. Oh, oh that's <laughs> so sweet.
0: And Sean, Amber, you know, make sure you share one more time for everybody so that they can link up with you. If they came in later, uh, they can get your
3: go ahead, darling. Stuff. Yeah, please. Uh, always check us out, Sean's Harvest Market on Facebook. And then
4: at Sean's Market on Twitter.
3: Yeah, Sean's Market. On Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to know
4: that Twitter. <laughs> by the end of the day.
3: Always. We, we actually use this thing. It's called a telephone. Right. What's what this thing you yeah. about? And then somebody answers it. Do what? Yeah. And you push these digits, and it's 404 883 1142. Exactly. Yeah. Now we've got your digits. Yeah, you got yeah. My digits. going to digits. my The oldest phone
4: says like that, we're, that we're like old geezers because we use Facebook and Twitter, and nobody that. does that we
0: you anymore. Have a teenager. Yeah, and she, she says, says, she says, she says do not. it's you on need the Instagram.
4: texting. She
2: said that's old you people. you got to start sending out the text. I, I find myself like, I'll be in my car, and I'm like, well, how am I
4: supposed to text them now? And I'm like, oh, wait, I'll give them a call. Siri, compose a text for me. Because I have to do it now while I'm in the car. technology.
1: yeah. See, I even forget to call on her. I I don't even think I've used her on on my iPhone. Isn't that crazy? Mm I know.
4: You can can have Siri write all your books, (laughs) Maureen. Yeah. Look at us. This, this is kind of innovative. CW? Yeah. Siri Siri does all my auditions for me. It's awesome. It's <laughs> <Also laughs> so,
1: I so, so, so lackadaisical
4: about auditions. Know, like, oh, I, I just went to
1: another audition. I
0: like how Siri mispronounces all my contacts' names.
4: You yeah. can get her to pronounce them correctly on the iPhone 6. What Isn't a, that awesome? Well, People see, are learning
0: I'm, on this <laughs> show. I've still got my flip phone over here, so... <laughs>
3: I just don't know how people can have time to manage all their social media. I mean, I'm like, it really I'm is. Making, I'm making oh sandwiches. Oh my god! You know? I know. That's yeah. why I, I like want a I, wife too. Yeah. 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 That's,
4: what I, that's what. I do.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness! I um, know it's overwhelming.
4: Yeah, you can you can find me on Amber Cheney on Facebook and at Amber Chaney Acts on Twitter if you're over the age of 30. <laughs> apparently, you can find well, me at 500 Amsterdam <laughs>
2: Amber has some restrictions. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, this has been such a fun show today. Yay, it has. It has. Good. It has. It
0: started off great just before we went on. So. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> always starts off great with the CW. A lot of fun. It's good time. It's well, thank time. you
2: guys for being good here. Time. We're going to have to have you back sometime and um, bring us uh, some samples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. No. Well, no. I don't want an well, not free, but well, I have a, sh- I, I have a personal <laughs> question. I have a personal question. Okay, some of you out there know I've gone paleo. I'm five weeks paleo. Mm, thank you. So do you carry um, a club when you get when you, like, you, <laughs> what kind of caveman
3: meat, are you like?
5: Meat.
2: <laughs> yeah, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys What do you, you mean guys you don't me. eat meat? Yeah. No, I eat yeah. meat. Yeah it's great. It's mostly meat. So do you guys have paleo? friendly
3: We do, very. Oh, we, yeah. We have yeah. piles of meat, if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> piles of meat. I'm not here to judge you. I personally love gluten, and I have extra gluten and everything I eat, but, yeah, we have a very yeah. paleo-friendly diet. Uh, Double eating. shot of gluten. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. It's excellent, because yeah.
2: we've been looking for that around, yeah. around Atlanta, because it's really... Uh, paleo is great, but it's kind of hard to eat conveniently, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, and
0: you it sounds prepare. like with the produce that you sell, then... Yeah, for your vegan and vegetarian friends
3: around the community,
0: they can certainly find a lot of smoothies. yeah, a lot
3: of the paleo guys have the smoothies. We got our Underhill, which is blueberry banana, almond Uh, butter. Oh, oh, see, almond butter. A little bit of a splurge, Mm, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, excellent, Mm -hmm. excellent.
5: If you
0: haven't done so already, make sure you link up with us on Twitter and Facebook. The show is located on both pages at. Midtown, where are we? Mid- where are Mid- we? Where are Midtown we? BRX. We'll have Tom, the editor, edit that out. Midtown BRX on Twitter and Facebook. Please link up with us there. We've already kind of linked up with our guests here. That's the only fee for being here. You have to link up with us on social media. Just link but up. There's, done. There's there's costs you'll pay later. For, for <laughs> I was the, the was say, wait a minute. I, I
1: was not told the there was going to be, be soul, a fee. Yeah. You're not yes. going to let me out of this room. I want to go get an amber biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. you're you're
0: paying a price already. I can tell you that. <laughs> So, to our guests, it's been a blast. You guys have made it really Thank fun today. Thank you so much. Thank Sh- you, Sean Amber much. and Candy. Been uh, great to get to know you all. I can't wait to check out your place, and uh, I'll rack my brain and see if we can't link you up with uh, some new uh, folks that might uh, use your services in writing. Christopher Rudy, CW, <laughs> producer extraordinaire.
2: Thank you for letting me push your buttons today.
0: Thanks for being here and introducing us to these awesome guests and uh, being a part of the show today. Thank you all out there in the community, wherever you are, wherever you may be listening to us from. We've been listened to in something like 45 countries.
2: I was paying attention this The time, northern plains states, <laughs>
0: South Dakota, North Dakota, you guys need to get on board. They haven't yeah. checked us out yet, but uh, everybody else is uh, checking out, out the Little Midtown states. Business Radio show. Excellent. We'll see you all same time, same place next week.